Qatar 2022 is already the bribery and blood World Cup, but can Qatar make things worse? In this episode of Soccer FC, Fandom and Culture, I'll answer this question. On a lighter note, also in this episode, haiku recaps of the round of 16 games, and why I felt like the United States' games were like watching a loved one defuse a bomb. Welcome to Soccer FC, Fandom and Culture. This is an exploration of soccer fandom and culture for new fans. Because there's more to soccer than what happens on the field. I'm Wright Sinaris, soccer aficionado and explorer. Bribery and Blood Qatar 2022 is the Bribery and Blood World Cup. The Qataris paid FIFA, the international governing body for soccer, a lot of bribes to get the World Cup, in the millions, probably over a billion. And depending on whose figures you use, what is considered as work-related deaths, whom you believe, and when you start counting, the number of deaths of migrant workers in Qatar related to the World Cup is somewhere between 400 and 500, which a Qatari official publicly admitted, and 15,000. Again, if you start counting from when Qatar was awarded the World Cup in 2010, then the number might be 15,000. But the number is definitely now one more, as reports have come out that a Filipino migrant worker died in a work-related accident at a resort south of Doha sometime during the group stage. The Saudi Arabian team was using this resort as a training facility. Making matters worse, which seems to be the theme of this World Cup, as it is, the Qatari World Cup chief executive Nasser al Qatar brushed off the death, saying it was a natural part of life and was incredulous that reporters would even press him about it. All the red cards to Nasser al Qatar. And now, round of 16 haiku recaps. Netherlands 3. USA won. Just ran out of gas against ruthless Dutch team, the United States. Argentina 2, Australia 1. The Albiceleste outlast plucky Socceroos. Messi scored again. France 3, Poland 1. Mbappe and France cruising to quarterfinal. Five goals already. England 3, Senegal 0. Three lines make short work of shorthanded lions of Taranga team. Japan 1, Croatia 1, Croatia 3 1. Experienced Croats dispatch feisty samurai in penalty kicks. Brazil 4, South Korea 1. Joga Bonito is back, Brazil skill too much, for brave Koreans. Morocco 0, Spain 0, Morocco 3 0. 1000 practice, kicks not enough for Spanish. Atlas Lions win. Portugal 6, Switzerland 1. 
Ronaldo on bench, while rest of team scored six goals, Swiss sliced clean apart. It's probably appropriate that I used Haiku to preview the group stage and then recap the round of 16 games, as I really loved how Japan played in the tournament, even at the expense of my other favorite team, Germany. For that matter, the South Koreans were awesome to watch too. As an Asian American, I was so proud of the Samurai Blue and the Taeguk Warriors. United States of Agony Going into the tournament, I thought the US would advance out of the group stage, but they did not look that great in their last two warm-up matches against Japan, they lost 2-0, and Saudi Arabia, scoreless draw in September. So I wasn't sure how good they'd actually be. In this tournament, the United States men's national team contained multitudes. They were all of the following. Really good, not good enough, sometimes dominant, agonizing, inspiring, full of energy, out of gas, full of promise, frustratingly close, full of joy and wonder, tactically confusing, valiant, naive, ready to sacrifice, and much more. But at the time of this podcast, the U.S. has been eliminated from the World Cup for almost a week. It hit me yesterday what the experience of watching their three group stage games and one knockout game was like. It was like watching a loved one defuse a bomb. Against Wales, the bomb didn't go off, but the bomb was not defused either. Against England, the bomb didn't go off, but I fully expected it to explode. It was so close to exploding. When the whistle blew for full time, my blood pressure was sky high. I checked. I also didn't fully calm down until about four hours later. Against Iran, the bomb was defused. Whew. Until the next round, when comes a whole new bomb. And in the round of 16 knockout game against the Netherlands, the U.S. could have defused the bomb right away, and Christian Pulisic was all alone in front of goal, but his shot was saved. And then the Dutch detonated the bomb five minutes later. Memphis Depay punished the U.S. for a rare mistake, and his goal practically exploded in the net. Two more Dutch goals later, the great American dream of the quarterfinals or better were blown up on the way to a 3-1 result in favor of the Netherlands. Predictions mostly wrong or your money back. I have some predictions still not completely proven wrong and crashed out. Golden boot most goals, Harry Kane of England. One goal and way behind Kylian Mbappe, who has five. Golden ball, player of the tournament, Lionel Messi, Argentina. Remains to be seen, prediction still in play. USMNT, upset Netherlands to go to quarterfinals, not so much. Brazil will cruise to the semifinals. Remains to be seen, prediction is still in play. Brazil plays Croatia today for a semifinal berth. Argentina versus Brazil semifinal will be bananas. Remains to be seen, prediction is still in play.
If Argentina beats the Netherlands and Brazil beats Croatia, it's on. Sentimental favorite Argentina will beat Cinderella Denmark to win World Cup. Will have to be a different Cinderella. Morocco is this year's true Cinderella still left, and they would have to beat Portugal and the winner of England-France. Looking ahead. Friday's quarterfinal matches between Croatia and Brazil in the early game and Netherlands and Argentina in the late game are shaping up to be some great soccer. And Saturday's Morocco-Portugal match should be fascinating. Can Morocco continue the Cinderella run? And the late game, England versus France is a heavyweight bout good enough to be the final. I'll say Brazil, Argentina, Morocco, and France make the semifinals. Soccer FC, Fandom and Culture, the Meteorite Production. Sources for this episode are in the show notes. Check out our website, soccerfc.co, for all Soccer FC content. Produced and edited by me, Wright Sinaris. Theme music is Lucky Day by The Meritocracy. Additional music by Mixkit. Many thanks to Alice Sinaris. Next week, semifinals, finals, third place game. Woo! You've been listening to Soccer FC, Fandom and Culture. Because there's more to soccer than what happens on the field. Thanks for tuning in. Asedendo Tolimus.